Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. Now, as I said in a previous interview, I'm not the biggest fan of poetry when I was in high school. Now, thanks to some previous guests, I've started to come around. Today's guest is a self-taught poet, a native of Decatur, Illinois. Her work explores the ways in which relationships shape us in specific and universal ways. Her latest book, Ocean, was released last December, and we've got a lot to talk about. Will you please welcome Anastasia Lindsay? Hello, dear. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. Like I said, I was not a big fan of poetry, but I've had a couple of poets on now, and I'm starting to come around in my older years and such. <laughs> Love it. Let's talk about your formative years. Uh, you grew up in Decatur, Illinois. When did you, and where did you fall in love with poetry? Was it in school? And who were some of your favorite poets? It was school, so I had no idea that I was a poet, and it was an English class, and my teacher had us write a poem for one of our assignments, you know, just about anything. There wasn't any structure or anything. Just write a poem. And so I did. I don't remember what the poem was about, but I do remember her reaction. And it just like took me by surprise because I was like, wow, am I actually really good at writing poetry? And she's like, I encourage you to keep writing. This poem was actually very good. And, you know, when you're a child, that's when those statements really matter. The seeds are planted. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was implanted so deep. And so I haven't stopped writing. It was maybe fifth grade, and I've been writing poetry ever since. And it has really formed who I am as a person. So I think it's really interesting that my teacher could spark that in me. And here I am, 30 years old, and I'm still writing poetry. So I just feel like that was just like such a pivotal moment for me. Have you reconnected with your teacher? I have. It's been a few years now, but every time I see her, whether it's like at the grocery store or at church, um, I will tell her that I'm still writing, and it just like brings the biggest joy to her face, and I love that. <laughs> I, ha- I had a mass media teacher who uh, got me really started, and you know, I had a, a basis for it. I f- fell in love with radio when I was a teenager, and uh, yeah. she she was the one that was a catalyst behind me, and she's always been one of my biggest supporters and one of my favorite listeners. She used to listen to me while I was on the radio, too. Uh, <laughs> who, are some, who are some of your favorite poets? Yeah, I have quite a few. I don't know if you've heard of the latest and greatest Ruby Core, but she's pretty much taken the world mm-hmm. by this whirlwind of poetry, and I feel like she has really kick-started the era of poetry and brought it back. I mean, she's even doing world tours for poetry and people are, she's selling out. So I think that is amazing. See, this is, you know, she's, you think she's, of, she's weaving the path for you, you know. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that's amazing. I would love to travel around the world and sell tickets to have people come listen to my poetry. So she's very inspirational. Of course, Maya Angelou, um, very powerful writing. I've always adored her writing. And I think that she has the power to create movement in people. Um, Mary Oliver, her poems are just so grounded and so real. And whenever I read poetry by her, like it creates like some type of feeling of joy and excitement in me that makes me want to turn around and start writing more poetry so those are just the top um few that i enjoy reading 
but Pablo Neruda, like very, very, very yes, beautiful yes, writer. Yes. Uh, Maya Angelou, <laughs> I've had the chance to talk to her uh, many, many, many years ago. Very, very sweet wow. lady. It was just a wonderful moment, very inspirational moment, and yes. uh, and just wonderful. Hopefully, you get a chance to meet some of these uh, these great uh, poets there. That'd be great. Now, if you could go back in time, you have a you're going back into a time machine here. And you're going to be able to tell your younger self something that would help you a little bit in your your path to poetry, your adventures so far. What would you tell your younger self? Absolutely. I would tell her to still stay on the path to writing. So although I have continued to write as I've gotten older, when I went to college, I chose a path that would make me money and not have to worry instead of doing what my heart told me to do which was take the creative writing classes take the literature classes instead i was in computer programming i did very well i thought it was very interesting but that's not where my heart was mm -hmm. i didn't think that there was a career for me in poetry so i would tell her to trust that part of your heart that tells you yes you can be a writer you can do that full time if your heart is pulling you towards a direction, please follow that, no matter what anyone else is telling you. Because I think I really would have enjoyed that in college, so I really wish I could have listened to my voice a little bit more back then, but that's what I would tell awesome. her, and Very really good. anybody good listening. Advice. Good advice. Follow your heart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Don't follow, follow, heart. don't follow your wallet. Follow your heart. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why I never made any money in radio. <laughs> <laughs> But you enjoyed it, right? I loved it for 44 years, absolutely. <laughs> now, let's uh, let's actually uh, feature a poem from your book, Ocean, which came out in okay. December. Uh, it is uh, some the, from the selection of uh, Deep Water, from the chapter of Deep Water. Uh, yes. Give us, give us a couple of minutes of your, or a few seconds of your poem there. Yeah, absolutely. So this is in Deep Waters. Um, this section is just poetry that's more darker in nature, more healing in nature. Um, kind of talks about my healing journey in general. So that's why that section is called Deep Waters. Okay, go ahead. And none of my poems are labeled or titled, I should say, because I didn't want to limit them. If I titled them something, the reader might not come up with the same title. And I really wanted my book to be for the reader. So I just kept so them So it's got open. a free form. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. So here it is. Okay, go ahead. As a poet, I sometimes forget how to speak. Like the words are tangled in my mind and on my tongue. I have the words and here they are, but they are dressed in stringy lace and knots are created like the one currently in my throat. I'm trying to speak spoken word for ears to hear, not just for eyes to see. But I fall back into my comfort zone using pen and paper. Black scribbled lines connect and flow so easily like they have rehearsed this many times. That is beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Your teacher was right. <laughs> Thank you so we're much. Gonna, we're going to hear a couple more of her poems with the throughout the the podcast here. But before we continue, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I invite you to check us out on the web, worldwide web. We are on the web at someone you should know podcast.com. There you'll find recent episodes, our archive of past episodes, news, and a whole lot more. And uh, we invite you to go ahead and also rate us and give us 
a review. It basically helps us out. And thankfully, thanks to you, we are heard all around the world. Uh, it's like uh, Casey Case would say, coast to coast and around the world in great cities like Cebu City in the Philippines, Mesa, Arizona, and your hometown of Decatur, Illinois there, Anastasia. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Maybe it's you that's listening. It might be, it might be the person or whatever. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And we get back to our interview with Anastasia Lindsay. Are you a disciplined writer or is it one of those things where it just the inspiration hits you and you got to write? Yeah, it's the inspiration, and I just have to write. So I'll carry a notebook with me. Um, I'll have, like, my phone on me if I don't have my notebook. I really want it to be organic, and I want to be moved by what I write. So I might just be walking to work, getting out of my car, walking across the parking lot, and I might see a cloud in the sky, and I'm like, oh, that looks like a butterfly, and then that image of a butterfly might make me want to write a poem about a butterfly. And so I just take in everything around me. I soak it all in like a sponge. And if I'm moved by something like a cloud, I will write about it. If something happened to me that day, I will write about it. And I just, I'm really moved by my feelings and emotions. So I tap into that organically. I wouldn't say I'm disciplined because there might be a few days that pass and I won't write anything. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice that we have our phones that allow us to you know, let, let me take a memo type thing. And because yes. <laughs> in, in the, the days I wrote radio comedy for many, many years, and I'd have a notepad by the side of my bed and also in the bathroom because that's where I got my most inspirations, you know. First thing in the morning, it's like, oh, gosh, I got to write that down. Or as you're you know, sitting on the throne, it's like, oh, I just thought of a brilliant idea type thing. But, yeah, that's, that's one of the things. Now that the phone's available, it's uh, so much easier, too. Poetry has many properties uh, from giving us joy and happiness. It, it captures our emotions and helps us heal. You started talking a little bit earlier about your healing journey. Can you delve into that a little bit more? So for me, I have always been a sensitive soul, very in touch with my feelings and emotions, crying very easily, just very moved. And so poetry was an outlet for me. And if you think about artists and musicians, that's their outlet. For me, it was poetry. And it gives you that freedom of expression. You can choose to take what happened to you and transform it into something beautiful. So I do talk about my healing journey in my book, pain, trauma, heartbreak, but I could take what happened to me and, and craft it into a book that I could share with the world. So poetry creates movement in the world. It creates freedom of expression. It gives people the power and the safety to be themselves in a work of art. And I encourage people to write poetry, even if you're not into it, even if you don't think you're good. Just use it as an experiment to tap into your feelings and emotions. Because once you create from your feelings and emotions, you can create beautiful work. And it can be very healing and therapeutic for you to, to release what you don't need to carry anymore. That was very eloquent. Very well said. Very well Thank done. You. you know your stuff, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I could I, speak about poetry all day. I, I take it you've done a couple of interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Now, I read you participate in interdimensional traveling and building beautiful poems to to uh, capture the hearts and souls of people around the world. Let's talk about this interdimensional traveling because that is something I'm fascinated with. Yeah. So I actually didn't intentionally mean to do it. I turned on music 
to go to sleep on YouTube, just like some healing frequencies on YouTube. And I fell asleep to it and I woke up and I was outside of my body. I could see myself laying there. I couldn't move. I was it's kind of like sleep paralysis where you can't move mm-hmm. but you're awake. But I was outside of my body and I could see myself laying there. But I was talking to at the time my partner lived states away. So he was in Arizona and I was here in Illinois and I could hear him talking to me like we were conversing back and forth. And when I realized what was happening, I kind of scared myself a little bit. So then I, I just jumped out of it. But now that I realized that that was okay and that's a thing and scientists have been studying interdimensional traveling for years now, that it's actually very a creative process. Like you can tap into your dream state, um, different parallel universes. And simultaneously, that was happening while I was just asleep in my bed. You know, it was just very, I just, I feel like it's hard to capture the words for what I experienced. Some people call it astral traveling Astral as well. projection, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. I do know people that have, that can just tap into that astral projection fairly easily. For me, it takes me to get into a deep meditative state right before I fall asleep, whether that's meditation, listening to like healing frequencies on YouTube, or just really getting myself into um, a relaxed state of mind because I do self-hypnosis on myself as well. <laughs> yes, this is You're fascinating. You are really a <laughs> fascinating <you>. individual. I wasn't exactly <laughs> sure when I originally booked the interview. That's the phrase that got me right there was the interdimensional traveling because that's... I'm, I'm fascinated in what's beyond as far as, yes. you know, what's what's beyond our grasp as far yes. as that goes. So that is something fascinating. Let's do another poem. Uh, how about from okay. the section uh, Waiting, which is from Ocean. As you notice, all of her topics or her sections there are parts of the ocean. This is Waiting. So Waiting is a section in my book where it's right after deep waters. And if you think about waiting, it's just like the in-between stage. You know, there might be some waves here and there. It might be calm. You just don't know what you're going to get. And that was really symbolic for my healing journey. You know, it was okay. And then sometimes things would happen, but for the most part, it was starting to get better. So this is a poem that I wrote for my partner. Okay. Unconditional love. Yes, it does exist. It is not I love you wrote out as a list. And so I'll tell you what I mean. The nights your hands are crushed to your chest and sleepless nights when you're unable to rest. Anger and fire, the hateful words too, will never be enough to say I don't love you. The cry out loud, and the pain deep within, the days you lose and the nights you sin. When the tears fall like the rain or the clouds turn you blue, it's never enough to stop loving you. If your silence echoes in empty halls and anger has knocked down all of your walls, the ground will collapse or your heart longs to shatter And really, nothing at all seems to matter. Yes, I still love you. Just know that we can never lose when it's just us two. Because that's what I mean when I say I love you. 
When you don't feel like yourself and the doubt fills your head, you can't get up and you're glued to the bed. When songs and melodies lost their rhythm and drums their beat, and you're face to face with fear, your hand out to greet, through all of that, I still love you. And when the light escapes so darkness can brew, I will bring you the light because I love you. Wow. That is better than any Hallmark card I have ever read. That is absolutely <laughs> you so fabulous. Much. You are Thank very you. talented. My goodness. Thank you. That's exceptional. <laughs> I really appreciate that. That is just Thank you. really, really exceptional. Uh, we started talking about healing. Can you explain the use of uh, energy healing and holistic modalities to uh, heal yourself? Yeah, so I started my healing journey in 2018. Um, I found a place here in town that was doing a meditation event with Reiki, sound healing, and meditation. Mm -hmm. And I was really intrigued because I heard of all these things, but I had never experienced them, never, honestly, I didn't know much about them, but I had a very open mind. I've always been very curious. So I was like, okay, I will go try it out. And I really enjoyed the sound bowls, if anyone's familiar with yes. the crystal singing bowls. Yeah, my <laughs> wife's really got some. <laughs> does she? Yes, oh, she does. That. Yeah, she's got, she's got the sound bowls. Yeah, betcha. Yes, I really enjoyed those. That was my first time getting Reiki, which is energy healing. That's just channeled from the universal life force, and it's channeled through the practitioner. And I felt like I was floating. I her hands weren't on me but i felt as if she was lifting me off the ground so that was really powerful and it really just sent me on my way i've always been a person that wants to help people help people heal to grow to love to learn and just to experience joy and how i felt that night gave me the freedom to say i can use that and my poetry to help create change in the world so I became Reiki certified. I got my certification in sound healing and meditation, as well as hypnosis. So I use all of those modalities when clients come to see me, basically whatever they would like to work on, whether it's eating healthy or experiencing their grief or even things like, I just want to wake up on time so I can work out before work. <laughs> okay. You know, we yeah. work on whatever the client wishes because that's their desire. Mm -hmm. Can you also help with uh, vices like uh, smoking, drinking? Yes, I can. The only thing I say is, you know, if you know somebody that is like a, a chronic smoker, you wouldn't be able to come to me and say, hey, I have someone I really would like them to stop smoking. They would have to want that change exactly. themselves. You got to want to change. Exactly. Yeah, they have to want to. Mm -hmm. So if they're not really for it, they could come and see me. It's not to say that they won't be successful. They might stop smoking for a little bit. But most of the time I've seen it where they just relapsed. They were not ready for it. It didn't stick with them. Mm -hmm. So the person that comes to me will have to want that change at a very deep level, like very ready to commit to that better lifestyle. All right, good. Now, I read on your website that you offer the, the Reiki and the sound healing sessions. Let's talk about your social media and your website and such. What's the good website for everyone to check out? Yeah, my website is summersoulishealing.com. That's summer, like the season, solace, S-O-L-A-C-E healing.com 
All right. And a lot of... And and your socials? And your socials? Yeah. So my Facebook page is Summer Solace Holistic Healing and Poetry. And a lot of my poetry is just on Instagram only. And that's Anna Marie Poetry. That's A-N-A Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Poetry. Awesome. Very good. Uh, We'll include those links down in the bottom uh, in our show notes there. So just look for those and we will make sure that all you have to do is just click on the show note and you'll be able to order a book. Where's the best place to get the book? Yeah, so you can find my book on Amazon or if you head over to my website, I have those available on my website as well. And if you order through my website, I will sign your copy. But if you want it quickly and you want Amazon and you have Prime, it's on Amazon as well. Awesome. Very good. (laughs) Now you've got an author meet and greet and poetry workshop coming up uh, in the month of August. Indicator at Cast Concepts on Main Street Indicator on the evening of the 5th. Can you tell us a little bit more about that evening? Yeah, so it will be a, a meet and greet as well. I will read from my poetry book and people have the opportunity to purchase my book. But it's also going to be a poetry workshop. So I really want to incorporate that in the work that I do in the world. I want people to feel free to write poetry or start that journey if they desire. So we're going to tap into the power of poetry, what it means to write poetry, a little background on how I started writing poetry, And then I'm going to make it very meditative. So I'm going to lead the people that come to my class. We're going to start with meditation, a little bit of sound healing as well, just to get them in that relaxed state of mind. Let them know that it is a very free and open space, a judgment-free zone where they can write whatever is is calling on their heart. So we're going to tap into writing poetry, and then they're going to take the poem that they created and frame it and take wow, it home with that them. that is really cool. That is really cool. Come <laughs> up to Chicago, okay? <laughs> okay, I sure will. Okay, very good. You know, I think my wife would get a lot out of you because she is very centered. She is. Uh, she follows the Buddhist practices. Uh, yeah. She meditates. She does yoga. She has the sound bowls. Uh, she is a very, very centered individual, and I think a lot of what you say would would radiate with her very, very well. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, I'd love to meet her. We're not far from Chicago, so... Yeah, I know. You're down in Decatur, which uh, I, I used to live in St. Louis for uh, 20, okay. 24 years, and uh, yeah. now I'm up here in Chicago here. I would like to close with another poem of yours, and this is from The Shore. The Shore is all things love related so i wanted the readers to have an opportunity to tap into the frequency of love even if some of the poems in the earlier sections of my book were a little triggering at least they could come to a place in the book where it's just love and they could forget about their own pain and trauma and just sit with the frequency of love because everyone deserves to feel loved and feel what it feels like to be loved. So that's what the shore is about. Okay. I won't ever ask you to change, but if you do, I will love you still. Through all of your phases, stages, periods, and chapters, and even episodes, I love you enough to never let go. I love you enough to go with you. But most importantly, grow with you through all of the phases of your life. Fabulous work. Absolutely (laughs) fabulous work. Anyone listening, once again, give us the places that they can get this book. 
Yeah, so it is available on Amazon and my website, summersoulishealing.com slash ocean. Or if you just go to Summer Soulless Healing, there is a tab called Ocean where you can purchase my book. And if you purchase from my website, you will receive a signed copy. Awesome. Very good. Get yourself a couple hundred copies of this book because it's fabulous. I really and truly <laughs> thank you. We're really going to love it. I really enjoyed our time, Anastasia. You've been a real delight. You're very, very, very smart. With your Thank words you. and the way you present yourself, I think nothing but high things for you. I think uh, Maya Angelou would probably say, this girl, you got to watch out for this Anastasia Lindsay. She's something else. I'd like to have her on tour. <laughs> I love that. Very good. Uh, any closing thoughts? Actually, I would like to finish off with a part of my book. I know we didn't talk about it, but I just randomly flipped to it as I was closing my book. Okay. So I think it was meant to be. Go ahead. Give us this bonus track. Go ahead. Okay, so this is a part in my book. It's called a lighthouse page. And if you think about a lighthouse, it's a place of safety and it helps. And so the lighthouse pages in my book are filled with healing prompts like journaling prompts, healing exercises, guided meditations and affirmations. So this page is an affirmation page and I just want the listeners to close their eyes and just repeat these affirmations to themselves or just listen to them and accept them as true. So in the book I say I invite you to take some time for yourself to invite love into your space. I am blessed, loved, and supported. I deserve to be happy. I accept all of me with love. I am beautifully unique. I love who I am. I am a gift to the world. My body is a gift. I am enough. I deserve to be whole. And my wish for all of you is that you know how loved and supported you truly are. You deserve all the love in the world. You deserve to be here, and I am so glad that you are. I am so glad that you are, too, because you truly are a gift to this world. Wonderful work Thank right you. there. The book is called Ocean. Get yourself a couple hundred copies. The information's down in the show notes that we've been speaking with. Anastasia Lindsay, a treat, an absolute treat. And thanks so much for being a guest here on Someone You Should Know. When I ran across Someone You Should Know, I thought that was the most unique name for a podcast because it does highlight people. And I think that's such a beautiful gift that you can offer us. So I really appreciate it. And I thank you so much. Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at Someone You Should Know podcast podcast at gmail.com. That's someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you and so do I.